0: I believe God put some things on my heart, for sure, Amen. and uh, with some, some things I believe we to say so that uh, we get some help. Praise the Lord. Uh, the revelation of the scriptures have changed my life. Amen. It's made me uh, much more stable. I used to be sort of a, you ever heard of a yo-yo Christian? <laughs> up and down, up and down, and uh, in and out, you know, faithful for a while and then unfaithful. But uh, the Word has established me and made me more stable, yes, more, yes. more even keel, more, you know. It shouldn't be as believers that people that know us never know which, you know, like if it's me, but you never know which Pastor J they're going to meet that, that day. Yes. Is it going to be the one in Christ or is it going to be the one in the flesh, you know? <laughs> you ever met anybody like that? Yes. Don't look around or anything, but just... just you know, you never know which, one, which version of them you're going to meet. And I used to be that way. I'm not, I'm not you know, just talking about other people. I used to be that way. And uh, the Word has knocked that out of me. I, I now am, am more stable. I'm not where I'm going to be next year at this time. But I'm more stable than I ever have been, knowing who I am in Christ. I don't have, the you know, down days anymore. I found out I don't have to have down days anymore. Doesn't mean I'm always swinging off the chandeliers. Doesn't mean I don't have tests or trials. You know, faith doesn't mean you don't have any tests or trials. I mean, if faith meant I had no trust, I was going to have no tests or trials, then I'd quit a long time ago because I've, I've had more in faith than out of faith. <laughs> you say, well, why would I want to walk by faith then? Well, because you always triumph Amen. by walking by faith. Amen. Satan comes for the word's sake, you know, the parable of the sower. He comes for the word's sake. And that's what I mean by he, he, he comes and, you know, brings things. But, but we, we found the answer. I'm just as bold enough to say it. I found the answer to a, a life of victory all the time. Like I said, that doesn't mean I don't have tests or trials. You know, you don't want to stack yours up by mine. Mine might win. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we, we, we look past those things to what Jesus has done for us. And we say, we're going to the other side of this, and uh, we always triumph, always triumph in Christ. And uh, we we know the victory, you know, we know how it's going to turn out ahead of time. But so I very definitely this afternoon, this morning and this afternoon, got direction to just teach and minister on faith tonight. You might say, that doesn't sound exciting. Well... I was one day we were, we we helped at uh, Kenneth Hagin Ministries Healing School, uh, you know Kenneth Hagin Ministries, but we helped at their Healing School for a number of years, however many years years uh, six years that was, and they actually gave us the honor, surprised us one day, walked through the door and said, "You got it today," and they started giving, yeah, yeah, and then so they started giving us classes and said, "You got it today," and we were we were honored, yeah. and we were we were faithful there, and they kept using us. But anyway. I said that to say that uh, uh, that uh, we learned. What was I getting? I was getting to say something. I lost lost my train of thought. But uh, talking about faith, we learned that uh, you know faith is the victory, and that people could receive healing by faith. And uh, I was learning so much, and then they asked us to teach, and I, was, I came out of prayer school one day, and I came back over to healing school, which was just going to start in a few minutes. I got there a little earlier than some of the other ones, and I was just walking around and, in the back there, just worshiping God a little bit, and I uh, said, Lord, I just love the Word so much. I said, I want to live the most exciting life I can live. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. just like I, if I have ever heard the Lord talk to me. You know, the Lord doesn't, you, you know, people, people can get off hearing voices, you know. Right. But the Lord does speak. Yes. Uh, that, doesn't mean, that doesn't mean every voice, you know, God, the Bible says there's many voices in the world. You judge things by the word. But if I've ever heard the Lord speak to me, he spoke to me that day because I said, I wanted to live the most exciting life I could live. And he said to me, he said, that's the life of faith, my son. I'm like... Yeah. <laughs> and then he started talking to me about it. He said to me, who has ever seen the bottom of the Red Sea? And lived to talk about it.
1: Some faith people did.
0: The children of Israel. It says by faith they walked through the, dry, the, the Red Sea. I mean, you, you can look at the wall, of water there, and the wall, water there, and decide, I don't think so, I think I'm gonna stay over here. But they did it by faith. And then the Lord was saying to me, because he said, you know, walking by faith is the most exciting life. He said, who has ever seen fire from the inside and lived to talk about it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, yeah. three faith boys did. Yeah. And I said, "Yeah, yeah, the life of faith. Come on now. Where do I sign up, Lord? I'm going to live that life. That's a, so. But I, I want to share on that tonight. Uh, this has changed my life. Uh, if you if you hear that, you hear me say I'm going to share on faith, and you kind of your feathers drop. Let me tell you something about you. Maybe you maybe maybe you knew, maybe you didn't. You don't have a revelation of it yet." When it's real to you when it's, and when you're living it and it's working and, and you're getting results and you're seeing the power of God and other people aren't getting the results you're getting and they're wondering what's going on and you're telling them, I'm telling you, it's heaven, it's God, it's the Word. And so um, you, get, you get to live in a way that, that uh, you and your natural man can't live. And so uh, I want to talk about it. Is that all right? Over in John's gospel, let's go to the first, uh, the, excuse me, the uh, gospel of John, not first John. The gospel of John, chapter number three. <coughs> uh, um, faith is how we live. The just shall live by faith. Right. Faith is uh, not something that we just kind of hold, you know, put on our bumper sticker. It's not something we just, you know, we're a faith, we're people of faith as a noun, You know what I mean by a noun? Faith is a verb. Faith is action. Faith faith is taking what God said and acting like it's true. And so uh, the Word talks so much about this. I don't know if I could preach on it for every day the rest of my life and never cover the same subject, but I think I I could. It's just amazing how big this subject is. John chapter number three. Jesus was... uh, Coming on the scene here, John the Baptist was baptizing some people, and uh, they saw John they, John saw Jesus walking, and uh, he said, "Behold, the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world." And uh, the disciples followed him, and the, some of John's disciples followed him. Jesus uh, began to have people come to him. Jesus, I mean, in verse thirty, let's just back up to John three thirty. He must increase. This is John talking. He must increase, but I must. Excuse me. He must increase, but I must decrease. And then he said something about Jesus that as you read it, you you can actually see it applies to anyone that is born of God. He that comes from above. He that comes from above. He's talking about Jesus. He that comes from above is above all. He that is of the earth is earthly. And notice what earthly people who come from the earth do. They speak of the earth. He that comes from heaven is above all. Above all. In what he hath seen and heard, that he testified. In other words, that's, that's what he's talking about. Uh, he that hath received his testimony has set to his seal that God is true. So he's talk, we know he's talking about Jesus, and there's no, there's no disputing that. But the way John said it, you can see that it wouldn't be limited to Jesus. Right. Because, remember, the Bible said, John chapter number 1, if you back up, we won't go back. I won't turn back there. If you want to look at it, you can. But you're familiar with it. It talks about, uh, you know, being born, uh, you know, not of the flesh, not of the will of man, right. but of God. That's right. Yes. Amen. Anybody born again in here? Yes, you, you, that, that birth, that birth, now your first birth, I'm talking about your, your parents, uh, you know, your mo- mother giving you birth. That birth was of man. But the new birth was of God. That came from God. That, that new creation came from God. Real simple, but I'm just going to lead up to something here. And that man was born. That's a new man. New creation in Christ, the Bible said. That man was born from above. That man was born of God. That man was not born of the will of man, nor of flesh, but the will of God, John chapter number one says. And so that man, according to F- Philippians 3.20, he said, Philippians 3.20, King James says our conversation, but you look in the margin of your Bible, it'll say citizenship. Our citizenship is of God, of, of heaven, excuse me. Our citizenship is in heaven. So we were born of God or born of heaven, born from above. You know, people say, well, Jesus is the only begotten Son of God. Well, He was the only begotten Son of God. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. He's the firstborn That's right. among many That's right. brethren. That's right. Hallelujah. That's right. We're born of God. That's right. That doesn't mean we're the Savior of the world. Thank God we're not. Right. But, but uh, Jesus is the Savior of the world. But, but He brought many sons yes. to glory. Yes. He's the first begotten of many brothers. He brought many sons to glory. Bible calls Jesus the firstborn from, from the dead. Yes. Firstborn from the dead. He's talking about spiritual death. So we're born of God. Our now, that's not our flesh, but our spirit man, the new creation, was born of God. Our citizenship is in heaven. Yes. I've heard people say we're on our way to heaven, and yes, we are. I mean, we, we we don't dispute that. But yet, right on the other hand, the renewed mind says, that's no, I'm not just on my way to heaven, that's where I came from. That's right. Not the body. That's right. <laughs> not the body, that's but that's the spirit, the new creation, right. the new man. That's that's man. Right. Second Corinthians 5, 17, right? Same right. man be in Christ. He's a new creation. Old things have passed away. And then he said, All these things are of God. You're you're born of God. You're a child of God. And that, that kind of, we've kind of religiously agreed to that, but the realities of that and what that means is, is life-changing. Life-changing, if you understand that. Um, but uh, for time's sake, I just want to keep going by that. You could, you could say some of the things that he said here about uh, he that is born from above is true about all truly born-again people. Um when you're born like we were born, most, of, probably most everybody here was born in the United States or into an English-speaking country maybe, or I think there's a few Spanish-speaking people here. but wherever you were born, that, that where you, in, in, in the flesh I'm talking about, that was they had a language that they spoke there.: yes.
1: That's right.
0: If it's here in the States, probably most likely in your home grew up speaking English, right? That's right. Amen. We spoke we, where I grew up. We spoke country English, but it was it was English. <laughs> you might have to ask us a second time what we said, but we, we we butchered Queen Elizabeth's English. But we we understand one another. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but so no, it's, it's so you you speak the language where you came from, and and that's what Jesus is saying when you're born from above. He that is from above is above all and that, and he speaks not of, he, uh, not of earth, but he speaks of heavenly yes. things. Amen.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Amen. So, um, you can, you can know cause really what Jesus is saying here, he's not talking about speaking English or French or German or whatever, Spanish or something. He's speaking that whenever you're born of the kingdom of God, just like a man born into whatever, the United States, Mexico, wherever, he learns the language of that country. If it's here, it's most likely English, Spanish in another country, uh, French or whatever. You learn the language of that country. And Jesus is saying here, or or John is saying here about Jesus, Jesus is speaking a language from where he came from.
1: That's right. Amen. Amen.
0: What yes. language was Jesus speaking? Was he speaking English? No, that's not what it's about. Right. It's not English, Greek, right. Hebrew, right. or right. something like that. It's the language of heaven, which is the language of faith.
1: Yes. 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 Amen. yes.
0: He that's from above speaks. Let's read it again, just so we get like back. Like he said it. He that is from above Get back over here in my app. He that, is, he that comes from above is above all. Uh, he that is of the earth is earthly and speaks of the earth. He that it comes from heaven is above all. And what he had seen and heard that, he testified. In other words, he's talking about things that are uh, uh, from another place. He's not, ta- let's put it this way. He's not walking the earth, speaking earthly realities. He's speaking heavenly realities. Yes. Amen. Oh, my, 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 my. And he said, anyone that's born of God, just like anyone who's born in the flesh, is going to have to learn the language of that country to succeed in that culture, in that economy, you know, so forth. Anybody that learns the language of, the, of a country, uh, I mean, they have to learn the language of the country. They, 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 don't, they aren't born knowing... No, nobody comes out of the womb speaking fluent English. No, no baby's born, gets smacked and says, hi, mama, what's for dinner? You know, and it's just... They, <laughs> they, <laughs> They, they learn English. And Jesus is saying if you're born from above, if you want to succeed in the economy of heaven, you want to succeed in all that heaven has, learn to talk heaven's language. Now, I'm going to have to warn you, I might get happy tonight. <laughs> learn to talk heaven's language. So he's speaking, he says, He that is from above, let's look at it again. He that is born from above, he that comes from above, he is above all, and that he, he that is of the earth is earthly. If you work, look up the word earthly, it's from two Greek words meaning territory, region, or country. Uh, and the second word that is put together with that word to make earthly is the word from, in other words, uh, he he he's 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 from that. That's his origin. And so what Jesus is saying is, you talk like where you come from. Now now he's talking about talking heavenly realities because that's where he's from, as opposed to people who are separated from heavenly realities and don't have revelation of heavenly realities. They're going to talk about natural things. Amen. Yes. That's right. They're going to talk about what they see, yeah. what they feel, yeah. their circumstances, yeah. the experiences they've had in this life, yeah. their, their hurts, their pains, yeah. their, their lack there. You know, I've traveled, I've been in, I don't know how many countries now, and, um, preaching and teaching and, and everywhere you go, they're talking the same language. I've been in Russia and they're still talking the same language. I've been in South America, I've been in Peru, I've been in Brazil, I've been in, uh, Mexico, I've been in. Uh, oh, Nigeria, I've been in. Uh, England speaks English, but wherever yeah. they're all talking, they're all talking the same language. That's
1: right.
0: yeah. Somebody said, "I didn't know in South America they talked English." That's not what I'm talking about. They're talking the language of being broke, busted, and disgusted. They're talking the language of bondage, the language of defeat, the language of being without, the language of spiritual death which makes a man fall from revelation knowledge to sense knowledge. Now, why do I say that? Because whenever Adam and Eve sinned, the Bible said that they instantly knew they were naked and they hid themselves. Remember, they clothed themselves. What what, what on earth? Didn't they know they were naked before that? Apparently, they were clothed with something before that. But now they knew they were naked. Well, we know what it was. The Bible said all have sinned, come short of the glory of God. They lost the glory of God. And so they, they, they tried to hide, you know, try to clothe themselves. Um, but it said, the, way they, in, the way the Bible says is very interesting. They knew that whenever they sinned, they knew they were naked. In other words, what, did they, what does that mean, they knew? In other words, sense knowledge took the dominion, yes. now they're more aware of their body. They weren't that aware. That doesn't mean they weren't aware of their body, but they weren't that aware of their body because in spiritual death, Sense knowledge rules, but they weren't dead until, until they sinned. They were alive to God, right. yeah. and they weren't being ruled by sense knowledge. They were being ruled by revelation,
1: yes.
0: not revelation knowledge. They were more aware of God, of his glory, of, of, of their fellowship with God, everything he had done, who he was, who he had made them. They were aware of those realities much more, that was much more dominant in them than whenever they sinned. When they sinned, sense knowledge became dominant. And so when, when we talk about, you know, everywhere we've gone, I'm sure you've seen this, that people are talking the same long, language, they're talking the language of spiritual death. They're talking the conditions of spiritual death. They're talking the same bondage, the same struggles, the same mental oppression, the same this, same that, same sickness, same poverty, same, same, thing, same struggles everywhere. Why? Because they're all in the same, same spiritual condition, not, 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 not the people that are born again, but I'm talking about people spiritually, they're in the same spiritual condition and they have the same tyrant ruling over them, Satan. But we've been born again. We've been translated out of the kingdom of darkness. Hallelujah. And been translated, uh, you know, out of the kingdom of darkness, into the kingdom of God's dear son. We're, we're not living where we used to live. We're now born from above. We didn't, we didn't pass, the Bible says that Adam and Eve passed from life unto death, but we have passed, First John says, we've passed from death unto life. We've come out of that spirit, that condition called spiritual death, and we've come into spiritual life. We're alive to God. We have a covenant with God. We're we're, we're in the world, but we're not of it. We got got a different spiritual father, and we got a different covenant. You know, we we got all the blessings of God. We got all the rights and privileges. We got all the in Christ realities. We have his righteousness. We have his faith. We have his his seat, seated with Jesus far above. We have all, really, really, we're heirs of God and joint heirs with Jesus. That means we got everything Jesus got. Those are fighting words for some people, but that's in their Bible, Romans 8. Heirs of God and joint heirs. We read through the New Testament, and a lot of things are stated as having already happened. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: People say, pray that God would bless me. Well, Ephesians one, what is that, three or five, verse three. Verse three, it says, he has blessed us. Pray that God would deliver me. Well, Colossians one, 11 and 12 and 13, down and through, who hath delivered us. Has already. You read verses like that, and you have to say, uh, well, we got to come up to the Word. we got to come up to what the Word says. And that's what Jesus, that's what John's talking about here, learning to talk the language of heaven. Learning to talk the realities of heaven. The Bible is a book, uh, the Bible is not a book of sense knowledge. You don't read the Bible and find out your earthly genealogy. You read the Bible and find out your heavenly genealogy. And here it is Ye are of God, little children. You read that and you go, Well, that's short and simple. People, believers, trying to find out who they are. I'll tell you who you are you're who the Bible says you are. You are in Christ. You are joined with him, united with him. You were buried with him. You were raised with him. You were seated. You were crucified with him. First of all, buried with him. You know, seated, raised with him. Seated with him. Hallelujah. We don't minimize the cross, but we came past the cross, and now we're seated with him in heavenly places. Those are his spiritual realities that they have to dawn on our inner consciousness. Um, the reason people talk about. The, the the conditions of their natural life is because those are more real to them than the Word of God, the realities of the Word of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. I was thinking this afternoon, you know, we've got people, you've met all kinds of people that are self-conscious and you know, sin conscious and, yeah. Yeah. you know, other, conscious of other people's yeah. opinions of them and yeah. so forth. Yeah. And they're conscious of, all different people are conscious of all different things. Yeah. And some people are just unconscious.
1: Right. Yeah. 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 True story.
0: <laughs> I didn't say I was, anybody here. I'm just saying some people. And I was thinking this afternoon, uh, the Bible says, 1 Corinthians, what is it, 1534, I believe, awake to righteousness. Yes. Right. Awake. What does that mean? Wake, wake, wake up to the reality of your righteousness. Yes. Amen. Wake up to the fact you are the righteousness of God. Right. Well, a man that's sleeping, that, that term got my attention one day, wake to righteousness, awake to righteousness. A man that's sleeping, I mean, you can go in there and you can go, mm, you know, you can do all kinds of stuff. And he's not conscious of it. Right? So he don't get offended or come out of bed, you know, or (laughs) anything. Right? He's not unconscious, but it's a similar principle, isn't it? Being asleep is a little like being unconscious. Um, And I thought to myself, there's a lot of Christians that are, when it comes to spiritual realities, like that, that, that reality, he's talking about awake to righteousness. That's a spiritual reality that is already yours in Christ. God's, God sees you, if you're born again, as, as ha- never having sinned. Yeah. 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 Now, you might be conscious of some of your faults and failures. Yeah. And you might even want to go around talking about them. And you might even want to go talking to God about them, but he'll say, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. That's all been forgotten, forgiven, yeah. Forgotten, yeah. forgotten, washed away. Not only forgiven, yeah. but remitted. Yeah. Doesn't even exist. It's, not, it's been a sponge from the record. Never to be recalled again. He said, thy sins and iniquities, I will remember no more. Praise the Lord. So we have been made the righteousness. We didn't earn it. We were made the righteousness of God. It's a free gift. We were made it. And he said, wake up to that. In other words, become conscious of that. I was thinking about this some of this afternoon. and I thought, you know, we could rename this church. First church of the conscious. <laughs> because that's what, we, that's what the vision of this church is, is to keep people conscious of heavenly realities. Living by heavenly realities. Yes. My, 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 my. Living by who we are in Christ, are. who God says we are. Yes. The Bible calls the word, and of course, this is my iPad. It's got the Bible app on it, right? So the, the Bible calls the word, in James and first, what is it, Second Corinthians, whatever. It calls it uh, a mirror. Yes. Yes. You know, when you're looking in a mirror, you're more conscious of what you really look like. Right? Yes. That's right. right? Yes. That's right. And that's what he's saying we're to be doing. Now, when God, because when God, the epistles especially, the, the, the epistles, they are God's family photo album. It's us in Christ. You go through the epistles um, and look at all the in Christ realities. Remember, you get a highlighter and you see in Christ, in whom, in him, something like that, through him, by him. So forth, that term is used over and over in the epistles. Yes. You go through there and you highlight those and uh, begin to talk about those. Rather, every time you're tempted to say, "Well, yes. oh, I don't know, I'm just such a unworthy, I'm so unworthy, I'm so such a worm, whatever," uh, go to the in him things and just say that. Just yes. don't 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 say other things. Just say who yes. God, because that's who God says you are. Amen. Amen. And learn to talk heaven's language, because the word is heaven's language. And as you talk that language, you'll become more conscious of how God sees you. When you read the epistles, especially, and you see all those in Christ realities, do like you do whenever somebody, you know, at Thanksgiving or Christmas lines up the family and says, Everybody smile, geez. And every, take the, okay, so they send the picture out to everybody. Who do you look for first? Yourself. You vain person, you, you know? <laughs> no, we all do it. How do I look, do I, you
1: know?
0: Right? Well, this is God's family photo album. When you look in here, look for yourself first. Look for yourself first. What do I look like? Don't, not, not in the flesh, in Christ. How does God see me? This, this is a record of how God sees you. He sees you. Now, you know, go, in fact, go over to this passage go over to this passage. This is in 2 uh, Corinthians chapter number five. 2 Corinthians, this is maybe a familiar verse. We'll see. Uh, maybe you recognize it. Maybe you're, this is new to you. But notice 2 Corinthians chapter number five <clears throat> in verse number 16. Therefore, henceforth, Paul's writing, henceforth know we know man after the flesh. Yea, though we've known Christ after the flesh, yet henceforth know we Him no more. So obviously, first of all, he's talking about Christ, but he didn't say just Christ. He said, we don't know any Any, man man. man. after the flesh. That would solve solve all racial issues right there. We know no man after the flesh. But let me just ask this. Would, would, Would no man include you or me? So you could, you could read that about yourself. You and I are not to know ourselves after the flesh. Yes. What do we mean after the flesh? All our faults, all our failures, all our idiosyncrasies, all our shortcomings. That's you in the flesh. In Christ, you read in the Bible, in fact, just not too far down a few verses here, you're a new creature. Hallelujah. You're the right, and it goes on and says, You've been made the righteousness of God in Christ. Amen. Well, I know that's not true. I've failed so many times. Okay, well, somebody's lying about this. We got to decide who's lying and who we're going to believe. I've I, already decided who I'm going to believe. Now, we have the righteousness. So that's our new nature in our spirit, but our, our flesh still has the nature of sin. My flesh can get just as mad as before I got born again. I can act ugly. My flesh can. Right? It got quiet. But we'll ask your wife when we talk later. But so, no, we, we, he said, no, no man after the flesh. Now, Paul, he said, I, Paul said, I used to know Christ after the flesh, but not anymore. Well, he met him on the road to Damascus. And that's when he knew him. All of a sudden, he knew him in a totally different way. Yes. Yes, right. Right. right? He knew him. He thought he was just some, some deceiver some, you know, before he met him on the road to Damascus, he thought he was just some somebody that led people astray and claiming to be the Christ. But he was just a man. And he was out persecuting and killing Christians because he thought they needed to be done away with. These, these people, these deceived people, that need to be done away with. You know, leading people away from the Jewish religion stuff. So he's, um, he's thinking that way, but then he, he's met him after the Spirit Amen. in all his glory. Right. Yeah. And he wasn't on the ground but a few seconds, and he said, Who art thou, Lord? Yes. Yes. Whoa, now, now he knew him different. Yeah. Do you know that's true about all of us? There's probably people in our lives, maybe, maybe at work, for example. Maybe there's some business acquaintances that know us one way but really don't know us. They might know us just a little bit about, you know, our background and our schooling and our education or our abilities and our history of our business, you know, our history of our, our business career or something and, you know, maybe a few things about our kids and so forth, but they don't, know, they, they don't know you. They don't know that you like motorcycles or that you do whatever you do or that you go to church or, you know, if, if, unless you've had a chance to share with them those things.
1: Amen.
0: I have members of my family that think they know me well, not nearly like some of the people in the church, That's right. yes. not after the flesh, but in, I'm talking about in the church, they know my heart. Yes. They know what is valuable to me. Yes. They know what's important to me. Yes. Amen. Right? Yes. So you can know people different ways. Yes. Yes. And uh, the Bible is telling you and I to get to know ourselves, yes, Jesus, obviously, but get to know ourselves in the light of who he says we are. Because yes. if, if he says we're something, then that's who we are. Yes. Amen. You know, every, let's say, manufacturer of a new whatever, gizmo, manu- you know, electronic people electronic people make these things you know and, or they make a new car or a new airplane or the military comes out with a new aircraft or something they'll have what they call a revealing ceremony They'll, you know, everybody will get together and they'll, like I think of Apple Computer, they do it more regularly probably. They, they come out with something new and then they'll, they'll have it up there on a, you know, little, little easel, but it'll be a cloth over it and they'll be talking about it for a while and then they'll pull the wraps off and they'll show it on the screen and show everything it does and it's a revealing ceremony. Right. Well, that's what church is. Yeah. It's, it's a revealing ceremony. Yeah. Yeah. Pull the wraps off of the new man in Christ. Yeah. And you see yourself the way God really made you.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: People say, I don't know who I am. Find a church that's teaching who you are. Amen. You are the righteousness of God in Christ. You, are, you have been given, Brother Andre was talking about the authority of the believer. You've been seated with Jesus far above. Amen. Stuff that's been bossing you around, you're its boss. <laughs> we need to keep hearing that. And hearing that Amen. until it is revealed. Yes. Amen. You, know the why pe- you know why people act the way they act and talk the way they talk? It's because they see themselves the way they see themselves. That's it. That's it. You don't act like who you are. You act like who you see yourself to be. <laughs> that's, that's a big statement right there. Yeah, people act the way they see themselves. But see, if you would see yourself in the light of God's word, saying the right thing would not be a struggle. Because it's real to you. That's what revelation knowledge does. It makes things real to us. There are realities that sense knowledge won't tell you. There are truths that sense knowledge won't tell you. There's a whole lot of things sense knowledge won't tell you because there is another realm beyond the natural realm. People, people they say, well, there is no God. You know, there, you know, Jesus and all this. I don't believe all that. Well, Paul thought that for a while. His name was Saul. And he met Jesus, and his encounter was so strong, it knocked the S off his name, put a P on his name. Whoa! Whoa! that was a strong encounter. Hallelujah. It changed Paul's mind real quick. But see, that was, that was a sovereign thing, probably because of the prayers of the people in Damascus. Anybody that somebody wants to kill you, you, people pray, (laughs) even sinners pray. Oh, they want to kill me. Oh God, I'll I'll do, I'll serve you, you know, but they were probably praying in Damascus, but they, they came to the place Uh, Or Paul came to the place where he met Jesus, and he he saw who he was through revelation. Now, let me ask you: Did Jesus become who Saul changed the Paul? Did Jesus become who Jesus was that day? No, he was that before Saul met him. Revelation doesn't make you something; it reveals what you were all along. It reveals what you were all along.. Amen. Does that make any sense? Yes. Yes. There, the, things can seem like like, let's take condemnation, for example. It can distort your perception of reality. Yes. It can lie to you. Yes. It can tell you, the enemy will use feelings of unworthiness. Uh, you know, God hasn't forgiven me. Feelings of you know I've failed in the past. Uh, feelings of I'll never be able to succeed because of what happened in the past. It can take those feelings can be taken by the enemy and just hound you with those things and make you feel like a failure, feel like you're unworthy, feel like you're not forgiven or whatever. And it and it can it, it can distort reality. Right. The devil lies through sense knowledge. Did you know that? He lies through feelings. He's the God of this world. He uses this world and sense knowledge and feelings and things like that to lie to people. Now, I'm not saying everything you see in the natural world is a lie. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm talking about these things like these, the condemnation and, and so forth like, um, like I'm talking about. But, but you can wake up to the fact through the Word of God. That's what the Word of God has given us for, to wake us up to the heavenly realities so that it dawns on us all that I felt was a lie. And the whole time, you seeing that didn't make, you know, like take for example that you're worthy, that you're forgiven, that you're not condemned before God and you're worthy to come and receive, so forth. You feeling that way. Let me say it this way: You seeing that doesn't make that so that day. It was so the day before that, and the day before that, and the day before that. that. That's right. So what am I saying? Things can seem real. Things can seem really real to you, but not be reality.
1: Amen.
0: Yes, sir. I've had experiences like that to where I realized, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yes, what I thought was not true. That's right. Amen. Let's use an illustration. You ever had? And now, now this is a babyhood, more of a babyhood state of Christianity. Maybe, maybe you've experienced this in years past. Maybe not recently. Maybe recently, whatever. But um, you ever had an experience where somebody? Let's let's just say, let's take a, a relative or maybe somebody at church or something. They walked by you, didn't say hi or didn't treat you the way you thought they they should have or something, you know, who knows why. I mean, but the devil will tell you why. You know, they used to be your friend. They're not your friend anymore. They, they, they you did something to tick them off, whatever. he'll tell you all kinds of lies. <laughs> you want to know how I learned this? <laughs> I was going through this one time years ago years ago back in healing school days. I learned some things about how the enemy works.
1: Yes, sir.
0: Yes. I don't remember, uh, it was at, I think it was at a church service um, at Rainbow Bible Training Center. <laughs> I, was, I was helping, I had been helping in healing school for a while and, uh, and uh, I'm not proud of what I'm getting ready to say, but it is the truth. <laughs> It'll help some of us. It'll help some of us. Now, I have grown a lot since this time. Tell your neighbor, I heard what he just said. He's grown a lot since the start. <laughs> but um, I'd been helping in healing school for a while, and I I was, uh, you know, getting to know everybody, and Brother Keith Moore was leading it at the time. And, uh, you know, you, you sit under somebody's services for a while, and you think you know them. Come on. And, but, you know, they're, you just know them right. in the ministry. Right. Anyway, but I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, well, I, I'm knowing Brother Moore a little bit more. And I walked past him one day at church. I think it was after a church service. He was talking to somebody. And as I walked by, I just said something like, hey, good to see you, Brother Moore, or something like that. And um, rightfully so, you hear the way I'm saying this, rightfully so, he didn't, he didn't greet me because he's engaged with conversation with somebody else. You know, I mean, I shouldn't have been <laughs> the way I was. <laughs> <laughs> because he didn't acknowledge me, because he's in, somebody's talking to him, and he's engaged. That you know, everybody say he's. Pastor Jay's grown since this time, all right. But I walk past and he didn't say anything, and I walk past. It's like I don't know what I did. Did I did I do something wrong in healing school? I mean, he doesn't. And and you know, the devil was jumping on my head. He's telling me all kinds of stuff. And, and uh, you know, thinking, Brother Moore doesn't want you there anymore. Yeah. You, you, you're, you're not called there. Yeah. I mean, just lies. Yes, sir. Just lies.
1: Just
0: lies. And I lived that way sort of wondering, well, I, I don't know. I guess, I guess I'll stay at healing school. I don't know. Maybe I'll find something else to do. You know, I'm just, I'm just under it. Yeah. Yeah. The devil, yeah. he, he's, he's got a jackhammer on my head. Pa 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 pow. pow, 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 pow. You see, the devil's really trying to separate me from where I belong. But anyway, so I lived that way for two weeks. And one day, this was, it was this church service again. Now, the auditorium at Rainbow Bible Training Center was, I mean, the church auditorium then was quite large. And so, I mean, it was, it was probably 25 times this size. More than that, probably. A whole lot more than that. But anyway, I'm walking out of the service, and Brother Moore is way almost away on the other side. And I'm walking out in a different way than he is. And I think he did it by the leading of the Spirit because it's really out of character for him. I'm walking out, and and he saw me way over there, and he said, Brother Jay, good to see you. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, good to see you. I went out all excited, and then I went out kicking myself. Because I had listened to a lie yeah. for two weeks. Yeah. You've never dealt with anything like that. You came out of the spiritual womb all grown up. And you <laughs> <laughs> what am I saying? I'm using that to illustrate my point. Something can seem so real to you but not be reality. Are you hearing what the Holy Ghost is saying? You might have failed in business. Yeah, come on. Yeah, come on. And it can be so real to you, yeah. I failed, I don't know how to do this, yeah. I can't do it again, yeah. whatever. Come on, come on. Come you, on. On. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. 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 And uh, the devil can use that to keep you from believing that you actually can do that again. Yeah. 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 One failure or one success has never made anybody either a failure in business or a success in business. But that failure or that success getting inside of that man has done something to make him a success or a failure. The Bible said, guard your heart. Oh, this is helping me tonight. Thank you, Jesus. You got how much time you got? I might just preach to myself at the end of the service. Just thank you, Jesus. So... Back to what we were saying. Are you glad you? Are you glad we went into all that? Yes. Go back here to John three now. Um, my my my. John three. Let's look at this a little bit closer. Let's just study it a little bit more. Yes, sir. He that is of the earth is earthly. Mm-hmm. So that means earthly means territory or region that a person comes from. Right. So he that is of the earth is earthly, and speaks of the earth. So you talk like where you come from.
1: That's right. Amen.
0: If you're coming from the realm of God, you're going to talk differently than if you're coming from the natural perspective. That's exactly right. Amen. For before I started learning the language of heaven, I mean, when I'm sick, I talk sickness. You know what I'm talking about? If I didn't feel Successful, I, or, or didn't feel worthy or something, I would talk like I wasn't worthy. Right. Right. Because I was coming from the natural sense, right. sense knowledge standpoint. Yeah, yeah. I was talking out of the sense knowledge. Yes, but here he's saying we need to learn to speak out of uh, revelation knowledge. Amen. 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 And so you talk like where you come from. Like if a person has a real strong southern accent, Well, they probably grew up in Mississippi, you know? Or somewhere down south, Alabama, or something like that.
1: That's right. That's right. Come on. So,
0: so really, this verse is talking about the difference between a man who's walking by sight and a man who's walking by faith. Or we put it this way walking by sense knowledge as opposed to walking by revelation knowledge. If you hang on here, we'll get to some more things before we go. So,. Knox translation said, he talks the language of the earth. The man that's of the earth. He talks the language of the earth. Uh, Amplified, his words are from an earthly standpoint. Now, Jesus is telling us that a natural man is going to talk like, he's going to talk about natural things. When you become... Knowledgeable of the things of God, you want to start talking about them. But have you ever noticed you go to start talking about them, and some people don't know what you're talking about. You know, your body's aching and you can feel it. Somebody said, "How you doing?" You say, "I'm doing well." Or, "Jesus took my infirmities and bore my sicknesses." Amen. Amen. People don't understand that. You might as well be speaking Chinese. Right, yeah. Yeah.
1: True. right. Yeah. True. yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Right. Amen. Right. Some guy came in here talking Chinese. Very few of us know what he's talking about. Right,
1: right, right. 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 Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's
0: right. We, we, we don't know that he's talking about how good cats are to eat. We don't know about uh, you
1: know,
0: it. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's talking, Tom. And, and, and we, he, he could be calling us ugly yeah. and our mama ugly. Yeah. 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 Right? Yeah. And that you're a rascal? Yeah. And we go, yee, yee, yee. Hallelujah. Amen. And that's the way it is with spiritual things. People, You, you talk about who you are in Christ. Yeah. They don't have a clue what you're talking about. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> So you can locate people, can't you? Yes. You talk about people who want to be free, going to be free, you got them located. Spiritual things aren't real to them yet. This church is, is, is being established to help people get established in revelation of who they are, what they have, what they can do, what their possessions are, what their position is. Well, yeah, oh my, 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 my. So, uh, y- 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 this is why Revelation four seventeen. You might think, why? why is it? I thought he was going to talk about faith. Revelation four seventeen says, okay. "Faith calls things that yes. be not yes. as though they are." Yeah. So, did, did I say Revelation? Yeah, yeah Romans, Romans, <laughs> Romans. Glad I was over here. Got some Bible scholars here. <laughs> Romans four seventeen. Yes. Romans four seventeen says, faith calls things that be not as though they were. It speaks of things that do not exist as if they already existed, one translation says. That's, the, that's a different language. You didn't learn that language in spiritual death. The way I grew up, I mean, we, just, we just real. You know what I'm talking about? People say that. Get real. That's the way I grew up. We were real. Real carnal. <laughs> we just said what we felt. How many of you know that doesn't work in marriage? You say what you feel. You're just like, uh-oh, that's going <laughs> to...
1: You
0: got you to gotta talk. How many of you know the love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost? You could feel... Mean and ugly on the inside, and say lovely things. Say, say what love would say. Praise the Lord. So, uh, because that's the new nature. So this this is where faith comes in. Now Hebrews, I got to start to begin to think about to commence to to finish this, but this is where faith comes in. Hebrews eleven one in the Amplified says, now faith, (coughs) excuse me, faith is the assurance, the Amplified Classic. When I'm referring to the Amplified, I'm talking about the Classic. Now faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of the things we hope for, being the proof of things we do not see. Look at that. There are things we don't see. There are things, we might say realities, that we cannot see being the proof of things we do not see in the conviction of their reality. Yes. This is the Amplified Classic. The conviction of their reality. There are realities that are not seen. That's what the Word of God was given to us for, to reveal what, what sense knowledge won't tell us. The Word is not a sense knowledge book. It's a revelation knowledge book. And it'll tell you things about, it'll tell you realities that you didn't know were so, even about yourself. It'll, t- it'll tell you who you are in Christ. It'll say you're seated with Jesus far above whatever the devil's messing in, messing in your Come life with. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The conviction of their reality. Yes, sir. Faith, look at this, amplified. Faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. Now, this is what faith deals in. Yes. Faith deals in what is not revealed to your senses. Amen. That's the currency of faith. That's that's what that's what gives faith the substance.
1: Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. Praise God.
0: So uh, that this realm. This realm is revealed in the word. The, the, the Bible is the map of this realm. It tells you what's there, who's there, what, what is available there, what's yours there, who you are in that, in that realm. <laughs> and so once those things become a reality to you, the next step is to begin to talk that way. Begin to call those things now, when it, as be, be, that seem like they're not so as they, they as though they were. That's what began to happen to me whenever I started learning that Jesus had made me righteous. I had I had been ha- I had a cloud of condemnation over my head from, from really the day after I got born again. I remember the exact time it came. I remember I remember exactly the time it came. I could tell you the story. But that cloud hung over my head until I sat in Rama Bible Training Center in righteousness class. The computer set up the seating arrangement, and I think the Holy Ghost got in the computer that day because he had me sit right here where Pastor Schreier was, it was in, in righteousness class. He wanted me to get it, that I was made the righteousness of God. And I'm telling you, that, that cloud of depression, that cloud of condemnation, it left. If it ever tries to come back, I just, I just begin to say, I talk the language of heavenly realities. I talk the language of faith. Amen. And, and say what the Word of God said. But when I first started saying, because that's what, I started learning that and that that was a reality, whether I felt like it or not, and I started saying it, I felt, felt sacrilegious. I felt, because I'd, I'd say, I'm the righteousness of God. And I'd say, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. You know, I just, yeah. it just. Yeah, come on. Ha, ha, me? Yeah, yeah. Come yes. on. Yes, sir. It, yes. It, my spirit liked it, though. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Anybody know what I'm talking about? My spirit liked it. So I kept on saying it. And it just kept on dawning on me more and more. Under that cloud of condemnation and depression and so forth, if somebody didn't like me, I felt like it was my fault. It was, you know, something wrong with me, whatever, you know, it's just, you know, I'm I'm unworthy, I'm not this, whatever. After I got the, 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 I awoke to righteousness and began to say it, now, if somebody didn't like me, it was their fault. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Somebody choked on that one, but <laughs> what I mean by that is, uh, you know, before if somebody didn't like me, you know, it was just it was just me. Yeah. But when I realized who I was, yeah. now I'm not just talking about me. You too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. when I realized that I was a blessing that yeah. I was that I was that I was in Christ yeah. that I'm a new creation yeah. and I' I'm, I'm who God says I am yes, sir. then uh, it's not me it's them don't see me in the light of the word of God amen, yes, sir. amen. 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 praise the Lord Hallelujah. so how did I used to say that if they if they didn't like me yeah. I feel bad for them I felt bad for them. Excuse me, if they didn't like me, I felt bad for me. Afterwards, if they didn't like me, I felt bad for them. <clears throat> Missing a great blessing. <laughs> How dare that preacher? I ain't so arrogant. I'm not talking about who I am. I'm talking about in Christ. You got to know who you are. Believe who you are. Don't let the devil smack you around about it. You, you smack him around. I was watching. I was watching one day. uh, I don't. I don't very seldom get on the internet and watch all these funny videos. But this one popped up one day. I was scrolling past something and it's popped up. What is this? This guy. I I don't. I didn't even stop to see what they were arguing about. This guy and this girl were arguing about something. It's out in public on like a street. Some people around. And so. Uh, and she's sort of in his face. She, you know, they know better than to touch you because it can be assault, but she's like, mm, mm, mm. you know, she's in this guy's face. I'm like, what is this all about? I never even stopped to figure out. I, I don't even know what they were arguing about. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't, I just saw the video and laughed at it. But, but uh, while she's doing that, he got, she got in close enough. He must have realized she had a wig on. He, he got, she got in close enough and he just got her wig and ran off with her. I laughed so hard. I gotta watch that again. I watched it three or four times laughing so hard. Come on. Say, Pastor Jay, what on earth are you talking about? Well, she had a wig on. And she felt all deflated now that he saw her without her wig, you know, and, and she's all embarrassed and it took the wind out of her. You know what I mean? She, she wasn't all, so now she's not all like this, you know, she's like, she's embarrassed. She's, and I said, that's what you gotta do to the devil. You gotta defrock the devil. Because he'll come talking big. He'll talk big. He'll say, you know, I'm gonna do this to you, you know, I'm
1: gonna
0: You just take the truth of God's word and take the wig off. Because he's a liar. And you expose him with the truth of God's word. And you'll you'll deflate him. and you'll see him for who he really is. Amen. That's what revelation knowledge does. It defrocks the devil. You look up that word, you know, ever heard, you ever heard the term big wig? That came out of the old, the, the, the English judges or whoever they were, the important dignitaries in the Senate or whoever, they wore these big wigs. But, but if you take that wig off, they're just a little guy like you. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? (laughs) That's what Revelation does. It shows the devil for who he really is. It cuts him down to size. Hallelujah. Let's stand to our feet tonight. Praise the Lord. I didn't get past about three pages of notes, but we got what we needed. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You need to learn to talk like who, who God said you are. Yes, Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, we should say some things before we go tonight. Yes, we should say, because the Bible says he blessed us to be a blessing. That's right. We should say, I, say this out loud. Try this on for size. Say this. I, I am, a am a blessing. Amen. 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 We're blessed to be a blessing. Let's say this. I am accepted accepted by God God in Christ. Christ. Say that. I I am the righteousness righteousness of God God in Christ. Christ. Those are all Bible verses. Praise Praise the the Lord. And you could go on and on people, uh, you know, the Bible says, Ephesians 1, 3, he has blessed us with all spiritual blessing. I am blessed. I am blessed. Praise the Lord. And and go through the New Testament and uh, check what the Bible says about you. And then, and then uh, learn that language. Let me give you one key about this language. You got to get your tenses right. You know what I mean by that? A lot of things people say, they they talk of it as if it's in the future. The the, the language of heaven talks of it as if it's in the past. In other words, already finished. Get your tenses right. God, you know, one of these days, my ship's going to come in. No, no. Well, one of these days, grandma's going to die and give me that million dollars. I'm gonna be one of these days I'm gonna be rich. Grandma's gonna die and give me that million dollars. Well, he's, the Bible says he was made poor that you might be made rich.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: So so try that on for side. That's the one people don't they, they struggle with that one. I'm rich. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. well, no, wait a minute. Were we talking sense knowledge or are we talking revelation knowledge? You're not rich because of what you got in your bank account. You're, you're rich because of what's in your heavenly bank account. Oh, my, 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 my. Bible says that Jesus was, uh, you know, talking about redemption from sickness. By his stripes, we were, were, were healed. When are we going to get healed? Already were, already am. If I was healed, I am healed. Well, Pastor Jay, I, I don't know, you know, I, I don't, de- you're denying natural realities. We're not, de- see, here's, here's what would be denying natural realities, which I don't believe in denying natural realities. But this would be denying natural realities. I am not sick. You know what I'm talking about? The Bible said, the Bible didn't say go around saying, I'm not sick. The Bible said go around saying, by his stripes I was healed. In other words, you're saying, what has attacked my body was put on Jesus, and he redeemed me from this. Therefore, I'm healed, and I'm not waiting to see it before I start saying it because I'm talking about the language of heaven, which says it's already done. You know, in the mind of God, there's a lot of things already been done for us. Already finished. Hallelujah. We believe, and we have them. We, we, we believe, and you, you might not know for sure if you're coming to these services, but we see miracles. We see all kinds of instantaneous things. We see people's, uh, you know, like, I don't know, she's not here tonight, but, the, you know, I, I, an angel walked up one time. Well, his, his, uh, her wife, her husband is here, excuse me. Uh, this man's wife was in a service, and an angel, she, had, she came up because, I had a word of knowledge, somebody's, black, no, the word of knowledge when somebody's having trouble with their urinary, uh, passing urine. And it was a little hard to give out, but probably even harder to respond to, but, but uh, you know, the Lord was wanting to help somebody. Yes. And an angel, and his wife came up, and uh, an angel came and moved her uterus back up in place, just pushed it back up in place. Amen. And she went back to the same, what's the name of those doctors? Gyne- Gynecologists. She went back to the same gynecologist which had been treating her because he had said, well, because of having the babies, uh, the, yep. the uterus or whatever that's had fallen good. down. Yeah. And uh, so he had been on the case for a while. Same gynecologist said, what happened to you? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Amen. And that angel pushed that right back up in place. Oh that's not only supernatural, that's spectacular.
1: Amen.
0: And we have things like that. Yeah. I can tell you, I can stay here and tell you all kinds of testimonies. Yes. Amen. And, and those are things that happen in service and things that happen through the ministry, through us come ministering to other people and so forth. But the way we're teaching tonight, you can have these kinds of things in your own life all the time. Amen. Because of talking right. That's right. Talking wrong shuts down heaven, shuts, yeah. down, shuts down the power Amen. of God. Yes. If I were... Um, if I were born in Russia if I were if I were born in Russia but never learned Russian I'd only learned Spanish, English let's say um, I would struggle succeeding in that economy I wouldn't be able to get a job cuz I can't communicate I mean I wouldn't they they pro, let's say we just well, I'm just going to run a computer well it's probably in Russian you know I couldn't succeed in that economy and in heaven's economy you can't succeed without learning heaven's language Gotta learn heaven's language, and that what that does that keeps heaven active for you all the time. keeps Keeps the supernatural active for you all the time. Praise the Lord! Miracles are coming your way or passing you by every day. Your words will bring them down the avenue. Often it'll give you it'll give it it the exit down to your house. Amen. (laughs) Amen. So we believe in both of those. We believe in the supernatural. I mean, all kinds of power and angels and so forth. We believe in all that. We believe in all We have all of it. We have financial miracles. I'm talking just the other couple Sundays or Sundays ago, whatever, had people, had a man share another testimony, doubled his income through, through obeying God, doing what God told him. And we, it's just amazing. But see, we've taught people to talk the right language. Talk, talk success. Don't talk failure. Talk, talk, abundance. Don't talk about your lack. Amen. Don't talk about you know. Well, always a day late and a dollar short. Who said? Who said? Well, who who? Ask yourself that question. Who said that? Did God say that? No, He said He makes you the head and not the tail. He's talking about an animal having a head and a tail. If an animal, like if you have a pet dog, it came through that door tonight. Which part's going to come in first? The head. Unless he's a little strange, he might come in. <laughs> but that's who you are. You're, God, God has made you ahead. He's put you ahead of stuff, not always behind. The tail always follows the head. It's always behind the head. <laughs> so we're, we're ahead and not behind. Well, I can't talk like that. Well, uh, then all you'll ever experience is just what the, the natural can produce. Praise God. Amen. you got to have something you can sing tonight. Where's Miss Jocelyn? She got something? Talk in faith. Talk in
1: faith. Oh, we always triumph in Christ Jesus. We always win. We are always Get
0: about there in the news, they talk about the economy, this, the economy, that. I've learned not to just talk about that. I talk about, I talk about always, you know, the Bible says always having all sufficiency in all things. Always means when the economy's down, economy's up, whatever. I'm living on a different economy. Amen. So I talk always. You need to put that in your mouth. Put always in your mouth. Why do people not talk about that? Because that's not what they're listening to. They're listening to natural realities. I heard a story about a man uh, years ago. This is during the Depression. You know, a lot of people looking for jobs. And uh, this man was lined up in a long line of people. Am I still on? Did it go off? I think you can hear me. A long line of people. He's, he's getting, he get, you, know, you know, these people are interviewing for a job. And uh, he's standing back there, and there's a whole bunch of people in front of him, and he's just waiting. And he's, he heard the, somebody in the office tapped out by Morse code. If you can hear this, come in here, you got a job. He heard it because he knew Morse code. And he heard what was tapped out. He knew what that meant. He, had, he could hear something nobody else could hear. So he just got out of line, just went right down to the front and said, uh, uh, somebody just tapped out on Morse code. That if, if I could hear this, I had a job. And I wanted you to know I heard that. I heard, and, and I know what that meant. That's right. And so he said, you're hired. He said, oh, to everybody else, thank you. I found the person I needed. You know, everybody's upset. But see, what's the use going through everybody's Resume, they don't know Morse code. He needed somebody to run Morse code. What am I saying? That If you can hear what nobody else can hear, you can have what nobody else can have. If you can turn out the world and, and hear God, hear the word, you can have something nobody else can get. Why? Because it's from another realm. And, and if you're not listening to that realm, you can't have what's coming from that realm. Glory! Always, always, I triumph again and again. Always
1: always
0: it's Jesus I always win. Always
1: always Always I triumph again and again Jesus, I always win.
0: Jesus, I always win. Praise the Lord.